and obviously I'm a trans woman living in Nigeria, which is like, like it's, it's a crazy navigation. When we are going in desert, we walk for good six hours. My leg was trapped. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lay of the Land. Africa has always had its own religions and practices. A majority of people on the continent today are either Christian or Muslim, though, but traditional religions live on through a small percentage of the population. There are many misconceptions about traditional religions that, personally, I often find unfair, because what if Christianity and Islam never became so widely practiced in Africa? Would you still see these religions that our ancestors practiced for generations as a problem? Well, my guest on the podcast today is Agogo Otega, a multidisciplinary artist from Delta State, Nigeria, who practices Igbe, a pretty new religion, actually, and he's here to tell us about his way of life. My religion is Igbe. It's called Igbe. And in Urobo, it, it means to dance. So for us, dance is the way to worship God. And we just we just dance. You know, I actually read that up and I found that very interesting that Igwe actually means to dance. Um, because I was reading up on the religion before this before this conversation. Tell me a bit more about Igwe religion. Firstly, were you born into it or did you find it yourself? <laughs> um it's a bit of both. I was born into it and then I later found it myself. Mm. Okay, so let me give you a little backstory. Um, my dad is a traditionalist. Um, he practices Igbe. And my mom, she goes to church, right? So growing up, we would follow my dad to a shrine, the, which is the Oguan. And we'll follow my mom to church. And later on, we'll still follow my landlord's family to kindle all of Jehovah Witness. And, and doing all of that, I, I was like, what's going on? Today, because of how like Christianity would teach you that going someplace else is bad, you can't just do that, you know. But for my dad, he said, when you are of age, you can decide what you want, right? But for now, you go with me where I want and you follow your mom, you know. So from 18, he left us. So you can you can be your own person to choose whatever it is that you want to choose. So I chose Christianity and for a while I had conflict within me, you know. And in those years, I would have conversations with my dad and he would tell me that among all my children, I know my beginning inside, mm. you know. So yeah, I was just I was just like living life in Lagos because because I used to live in Lagos, so I was just living my life and I keep having this cause to come to, back to Delta, come to certain rivers and do rituals, you know. And it kept on coming for months, months nonstop until I had to just say, okay, let me go back to Delta and do all these rituals and see. What happens next? So that's how I found, I later found Igbe, my religion now. Interesting. We're going to get into the rituals in a bit because I'm I'm interested in knowing what 
the rituals entail and all of that. But, you know, to the best of my understanding, Igbe itself is not that old of a religion. I think it was created, correct me if I'm wrong, in 1858. Yeah, it was created. And it's a monotheist religion, like mm-hmm. Christianity, basically worshipping and believing in one God. Um, I I read an article that I found very interesting, basically situating Igbe religion within the concept of an evolving modern religion rather than a traditional African religion. What are your thoughts on this? So... You know, like, I was first a Christian before the call came and I had to, like, move and just go, you know. So me going back to the to Igbe now with this view that, I ha- that I've had over time, my understanding of the world and also being an artist, right? When I got to experience Igbe, I was shocked. I'm like, how can be this be so advanced and a lot of people do not know about it. Mm-hmm. They are very, very simple. And, you know, the kind of classism that you have in Christianity, it's not there at all. So what are the core beliefs in Igbe religion? The core beliefs in Igbe religion is love. Mm. If you do not like something to be done to you, they're doing to, to someone else, you know? It's love. Don't hold grudges. Don't do bad. And if you are powerful, do the right thing. You know, you don't need to, you don't need to show yourself. Yeah. That's, that's, Ibe is very calm. It teaches you to be, to, to, to just be yourself more. To know more about yourself. That's what, that's that. Those are the core beliefs of Igbe. Yeah. Igbe was founded in 1858 by a man named Ubiecha Etarakpa. It started in an area called Kokori and then found its way across Urobo communities. It spread to quite a few states in Nigeria, but a majority of people who practice Igbe today are Urobo people. It's a monotheistic religion, so people who practice Igbe only believe in one god called Ogene. Uh, so you went back to Delta. Mm-hmm. You yes, moved I back did. to Delta. I moved. I wanted to, to be closer to, to everything that, that means something to me because going back to these rivers, you know, I'm connecting with my ancestry more. I'm connecting with nature I'm connecting to know myself more because apparently um, I come from the water. So there is like a spirit that is always with me, you know, and... Sorry, is that for everyone in Igbe religion? No, so the thing is that um, everybody, but not everybody, certain people are born with certain spirits. One, but yeah, there's also this thing of attachment that spirit attach themselves to us humans it depends on our personality so for me i already got one from bet so now with igbe i'm trying to understand more because with igbe you know how like christians would do cast and bind to deliverance yeah. igbe we don't i mean like we do sometimes but there are spirits that you can actually like communicate with and understand, and you see that they are, they are okay. 
Is this like an inner communication or is this like uh, going to certain um, significant places like significant rivers, etc. and having certain communication? So first first is you have to know like where you come from. Mm. You know, so when you know where you come from, um, that builds like an understanding first. And then you don't you don't necessarily have to go to that river. Because there's this thing with African religion and even Igbe that wherever you are, you, you can call forth. You know? So you don't really need to be that far. And there's also this thing of going to places to collect water, just like how they do at the Ashuna Shobo yes. Festival. You know? So yeah. that's how it works. Okay, interesting. Let's speak about the rituals a bit. You know, different religions have their different practices. In Igbe religion, what what are the fundamentals of the rituals that, that um, go on? So um, with with Igbe, I mean, like, the rituals are just very ordinary. They're ordinary. What's ordinary? Ordinary in the sense <laughs> that they are everyday items, mm. right? There's they, they won't tell you, like, how it is in Nollywood to go get one, um, one lion from somewhere. Yeah. But the thing is that when you go to these African shops, they have like items like dead animals, mm. their skeletons, their tooths, mm. and whatnot. So, yes, certain rituals would require you to, you know, do certain things. But on the average, the, the normal rituals are just everyday items. It could be food items, it could be clothes, you know, it could be shoes. Yeah. Those are like what we use for our rituals. Sacrifices majorly would be um, fowl, pigeon, you know. Um, so other times people throw in um, cows, goats yeah. into the river, you know. So it's it's not very complex. Yeah. You just need, most times when they do like these rituals, the fowl is is like the person who they are doing the ritual for, you know. So it's what stands in place as you, you know. So that's how like it is. It's very very simple. And then there's also the act of communicating because you're talking to in because one in Igbe, they, they just don't believe in God. There are also other entities. But I thought it was like a monotheistic yeah. religion. So they believe in God, just like how I told you that. Yes. I'm born with the Spirit. Yeah. So that is also something that is a part of God, oh, you know? Okay. Yeah. So they believe in like spirits like that. Yeah. So when we go to make like rituals and rites, when we speak, we call for it. We make pact also too. So... You can go to this place or this river and speak what you want. Now, okay, let's negotiate. Let's do it like this. You do this for me, or I do this, or I give this, then I want you to give me something back. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So there's always this, this room for negotiations. Mm. You know, it's constant. Why do you think... Um, Talking about stigmas now, why do you think that a lot of the time society at large likes to associate 
certain traditional religions with witchcraft, juju, darkness. Why do you think there's that perception? Um, I would say it's because of one, um, such practice like the native doctor practice, Mm. which arms people. Mm. And also, Nollywood, Nollywood has done a lot of bad. And also to um, Christianity. Because if if you really look at it, in African religion, in my practice, mm. there is no such thing as you want to do bad to somebody. And there's been times that I've witnessed that because before you come into the shrine or when you come into the shrine, the first thing you have to do is to take off what you have done that is bad. So if you don't take that off, like say it in front, and you say it in front of everybody, Mm-hmm. loud will yeah and if you don't say it out the energy will pick you out what have you done have you witnessed that like in yes person? I've witnessed it several times that, that the spiritual leader would call someone out like what did you do mm. you know why did you do that thing So it has happened several times and and then the person would start saying, okay, this is what I did. Like, everybody would be like, wow. And and then when when it happens, so he would say, okay, now that you have done something like this, it depends on like how bad like the thing is. It can banish the person because that's what we can do. It can expel the person never to come to this place anymore or the person will be asked to pay a fine. Mm. And this fine can be suggested by anybody mm. because when we deal with issues like that, it is thrown to the whole congregation. Yeah. That it would say, okay, I can just decide to say, okay, I find this person, a bottle of gin, this, this, you know? Yeah. And the person will not have to ask for forgiveness. So, so you know, like that's how... That's how it happens in 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 Igbe. It it sounds it sounds a bit similar to um, not that the religions are similar at all, but it sounds a bit similar to certain de- de- um, denominations of Christianity, where people um, go to in the spiritual leader in this case would be the pastor, right, for confessions, etc. Um, well, this is not confession. This is this, this is this, this is like a proper. <laughs> the spirit is coming for you if you yes, if you yeah. don't speak up. <laughs> and it's not just that you know because because there there's also like leave just around the the building of the shrine. So if you think you're not clean, yeah, you know you have to like just use the leaf to rub off on your body and just clean yourself. Yeah. So there are certain kind of you know actions like that that we do. Fair enough, fair enough. What about annual celebrations? Like in Yoruba religion, I know that, you know, there's often the huge um, Oshun Oshogbo festival mm-hmm. that goes on in Igbe religion. Do you also have annual yeah, celebrations? we do. So so thankfully, it has been my, my dream to go to the Oshun Oshogbo festival. And this year, I did that. Yeah. It was, it was, it was great. There were a lot of people from different places, not just, not just Nigerians from other African countries, yeah. also from 
South South America. Yeah. They came and it was wonderful to see how thousands of people would collectively pray together. Like the energy was oneness. The Oshu Oshogbo Festival is an annual event that takes place every August, celebrating Oshu, the goddess of fertility in Yoruba religion. Over 100,000 people attend this 12-day celebration every year in Oshogbo, and people travel to Nigeria from all over the world for this. The idea behind the festival is to refresh the relationship between humans and the divine, with the procession ending at a sacred grove where the union between the people and Oshun is said to have first been forged. So yeah, um, there are annual celebrations like that, you know, like the how they do the Oshun Oshubo Festival. And what I notice as as something different from my own religion when we do our annual celebration is that with the Oshun Oshubo Festival, everybody was going with their own basin and praying and getting water, right? And throw their offerings into the river. For for me, when we do our um, annual celebration offering, when we go to the river, all all our offerings uh, put together in one in one big, very big basket. Oh wow! And we throw them in all at once, right? And when we get the water too, it's also like a very large waterfall. Everybody. So that is the difference that I saw with the Ashun Shubu Festival. But it's also the same thing, you know, in its own ways because there's just little differences that we have, but our practices are uh, more like the same thing. That's that's one thing I actually wanted to bring up because not only are practices quite similar, but I noticed that among different traditional religions in Nigeria, there's this close connection and acceptance of one another and each other's religions, this close understanding mm-hmm. of, you know, we may practice separate religions, but we're all sort of in the same boat. For me, I feel like um, when it could also be as a result of migration, that's what I think, you know, like I feel like we're all, you know, like they say that Nigerians or a lot of a lot of Africans moved down from Egypt, you know, so when we moved down, we had like one religion and then we went our own separate ways. So that's what I feel like happened to us because wherever you move across like the region, Nigeria, you find that there's similarities. That underlying connection yeah, is still because there. In, in 2020, I had the opportunity to be a resident artist at Relay Gallery. So um, we were in AKT for the residency. And around that time was when I got the call and I was making like artworks based off of um, rituals and Igbe, you know? Yeah. So I had to go to the the source of the Oshun River because I found out that the source of the Oshun River is in Ekiti. Yeah. I'm like, for real? Okay. So, um, I looked I, I looked for a way to get in contact with the chief priestess there 
and I actually did. So yeah, when I met with her, we had like this whole session to, because it was like um, she wanted to know if I was if I was like um, the real deal. Like, who is this person? Do I do I want to like go with this person to the shrine? You know, yeah. like she just wanted to like see me for who I am. And we had like this session when we were having conversations. And also I shared with her like my, my own practice, you know. And she's like, oh yeah, like it's the same thing that I'm a brother. So um, one of the sim- um, differences that we had that I ent- identified with was the fact that they use bells. and we in our religion we use um ajuju is a yeah. fan that we use but they use bell okay that was one and another was that they use um we use mirrors most times and they use the water itself what what do you mean like because i've heard about the use of mirrors before in certain religions but let me tell you what I've heard. Let me see if it's what um, your what you practice. But I've heard that mirrors can be used to call out to certain spirits and to certain people. I don't know how, but is that what it is? Um, yeah, mirror mirror can work like that. Mirror is actually like a portal, just like how you have water. You know. So what do you do? Do you like look in the mirror? So um, with the mirror, um, certain times mirror signifies like somebody's work. You know. So if maybe just like how um, you would say people burn candles as a prayer, yeah, for something. Mirror can be there. Okay, I want this thing to happen. Like always check this thing for me. It's something that is long term. So it's, it's like a work that is long term. You know, that's what like mirror is. So you occasionally like check it and see like okay what's going on with this person right now is somebody else like disturbing this person how are things looking you know that's what like mirror is used for it's it's like it's a window got it got it interesting you know i think everything in life has good and bad, right? There's always a good side to things. There's always a bad side to things um, or an upside downside. However, we all want to see it um, in Igbe religion and not just Igbe, but other traditional religions that you've studied in Nigeria because you've had experiences with quite a few. Um, are there dark sides that you've noticed that make you go a bit like, hmm, not so sure about that? Um, when, when, I can't really say that there is like a dark side, but one thing that I've noticed is that, or one thing that really happens a lot in Delta is the fact that when people want to move, mm. like stop the stop the um, religion, they can't stop, or if they stops, they, die, they just die mysteriously, you know, and they have, like they're killed or they fall sick. Yeah, they just they just fall sick. You can or how what they have just go away, you know. S- certain things like that usually happen. Have you witnessed that? Um, I usually hear stories about it, and and um, sometimes I, 
there's like people like shift priestess mm. and whatnot that tell me stories like that. Do you think though that there's room for like the religion to evolve into a religion where in a couple decades time um, people practicing it look back and say yeah once upon a time that's the way the religion used to be and you if you left you were pretty much dead but you know now things have changed. No for me like when I when I come across things like that what I what I would say is the fact that first of these people are being forced out of the religion because they have children who think, oh, they know better, mm. right? So they force them out and they get to like destroy things. But, you know, when when you come from a place where you make paths with certain kind of entities, you know, because one thing is that it's, it's not your life anymore. You live for two people. So like for me, there are certain things that I won't do. Not not just because I cannot do it. It's because who I'm with doesn't like it. Mm. So I would stop. So there are things like that. Got it. Got it. So when when people cross the line because they are being pushed, that they, they feel like, oh, there is something stronger, things begin to happen. I'd like to go back to the Oshun um, Shogba Festival for a bit because, you know, like you mentioned, people from all over the world come. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, I think Yoruba religion is definitely the most popular Nigerian religion in terms of how much it's spread around around the globe. Um, from South America to North America, everywhere, mm-hmm. um, you see people practicing um, Yoruba religion and coming to Nigeria when they can for this festival that um, for people in the practice is a once in a lifetime experience. Um, what should people who want to go know and how easy and accessible is it? Oh, um, Shogo is very easy and accessible because um, you can just go there. You can just go there. You can, you can just go there and be at the water to pray by yourself if you want to or you can go and meet the the devotees that in the groove and you know speak to them and they, they can help you because even when we when we were there when I was there they'll tell certain people and, and it's the same thing that happens everywhere like don't go to the river because a lot of people don't even know who they are first off so you have to know who you are in order to go to the river yeah, because if you go to the river now like this, um, there's usually like this pool that you get and you just... you like just Like a physical pool. Um, like it's both physical and non-physical, right? So when you get this pool, it's just like how you, um, Sele um, people, they follow yes. down 19. Yes. So that's how it usually happens. And most, and sometimes the water calls you. All you just want to do, you see the water and you're happy, you know. So sometimes there is this pool and you have the devotees now to like help people out of that situation. Well, yeah, looking out to go to a Shunoshubo festival is great. Um, it's easy because you can just like go there, meet with the people there. You can go and do your own prayer yourself. And there are also um, different deities too for different things there at the at the, at the shrine. Yeah. So 
whichever one you want to engage, if you know like what it does, you can actually like do it. This process of knowing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. What exactly what exactly does it entail? Is it based on a conversation with a high priest or priestess? Um what does what do you have to go through to know yourself? Um what I would say is that just like there's this innate feeling of there is God, right? There's also this innate feeling of I am more. I mean, like, you feel yourself do certain things or or form things out of nothing. And most times, I would say from experience, when... <clears throat> When we are being tested with a lot of anger, that's when like like you see like you mold things out of thin air that would happen. So anger sometimes bring forth um power that we have but we do not know. You know, like that's why like I relate with anime a lot. Yeah. You know, like it speaks about like how people have like power inside of them. So it's the same as how like we humans have. So knowing oneself is a thing of family, ancestry, circumstances around birth. Like those things are key. Because sometimes like you see, or I mean like we're in Nigeria where like people talk about like things that happen in their family, but they don't have a question what where what their ancestry was like, you know. Because now people do, oh, I dedicate this child to in church. But do you know what what um agreement that your grandfather has made or your great grandfather has made before now? And to whom? You don't know. Mm-hmm. So um for me, knowing oneself is like questioning parents like going through this ancestry to know like what has happened before. What, were you ever bullied in school? Were there ever questions in school for your practices? Um, that is one thing that has never happened to me. I've oh, never wow. been bullied at all. Um, even even now that I practice my religion, I wear it, I wear it with full pride. Yeah. But yeah, I I get discriminated a lot, you know. So, so um, I can go to like this shop to want to buy something, but they don't want to sell to me because of, you know, I have like only just the carries alone, <laughs> the carries then, then, then this, everything like, no. Sometimes when I'm walking by, people cross to the other side of the road. It just, a lot of people don't want to, you know, talk to me. They call me, they see me, they call me names. I hear them. I don't pay no mind. Yeah. So that's just how it happens. Just a lot of people that, and these are also older people. So so for me, like, whenever I feel like normal is when I'm in a place where there's like, okay, Muslims are cool. Yeah. Muslims, they're cool. I don't have issue with them. They don't have issue with me. Um, when I'm in a place that there's a lot of people that do like African religion, 
were cool, right? Well, Christians, uh, I can't really say. There was one time I went to church because my, my friend invited me because she's like doing the program. I went to church and security is asking me, what am I doing here? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone can't come go? to worship anymore. <laughs> so, oh, wow. So that's how it happens. Yeah, but you just kind of keep it moving. Yeah, because because I've been taught differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, my religion say if embody is not just by wearing white. You embody it, you know, in every way. You know, as much as there's still little acceptance towards traditional religions in Nigeria, I would also say that in a way, acceptance is sort of growing slowly but surely. And I think... Uh, film and the media has a role to play you know for example that Netflix documentary or rather documentary on Netflix bigger than Africa on Yoruba religion and how much it's spread and I think the more we have education out there on traditional religions the more accepting people are going to become how, how do you see it yeah I, I think that too I think I think the more um, there's there's like good um, exposure on it it will be um, generally accepted. And another thing is that we actually accept it because Nigerians, uh, they double standards and all that. Let me tell you, let me give you an example. <clears throat> so every worship day and even days that are not worship days, we have a lot of Christians that would troop in because they need solutions to their problems. But the truth is they just want the solution and they just go back to their Christianity. Yeah. Even pastors, whatnot. They come. I've heard, I've heard, yeah. And when they're done, they go back. And these will be the same people that will still blast us at the end of the day. But what are they coming for? What are they looking for? They are looking for answers. They are looking for solutions to problems that they, they don't have. And we render. And, and sometimes my spiritual leader would say, I know you just want to do and go because you cannot be here. You know, and it's true. They will, they will agree that I only just, I've only come to get my problem solved. Yeah, so, so there is that one. Double standard. Igbe is one of several religions in Nigeria today. And while it may not have the global popularity that some religions have, Followers of Igbe, like Agoga, are steadfast in their practices, regardless of the discrimination that they often feel. I enjoyed learning about Igbe. You know, as a pretty new religion, it will be interesting to watch how it grows over time. Follow Agoga on social media at Agoga Otega across all social media platforms, and that's spelled A-G-H-O-G-H-O-O-T-E-G-A. As a photographer and filmmaker, he documents life as he sees it, you know, with really interesting and informative content. On another note, thanks to everyone that's been listening to this podcast so far, and I'll be back next week.